0: Hey, welcome to Conversations on the Co-Mission, a podcast where we're talking about the topics, the trends, and the issues in missions that impact both missionaries and the churches that partner with them. My name is Tony Balava, and with me is Stephen Madoff.
1: Well, it's good to be back with you again, Tony, and it's good to dive right into part two Mm -hmm. of the topic that we've been talking about, the how to have a good missions conference, things Mm -hmm. to consider in having a good missions conference. I know there may be some who have yet to hear the episode preceding. So, Mm -hmm. uh, of course, we want to encourage someone to download it, find it Mm -hmm. online, listen to part one, as we kind of talked about the aspects of a pastor's things to consider in forming and planning a missions conference. Mm -hmm. But now we kind of switch gears. Mm. And today we're going to now put the spotlight squarely in on the missionaries that are a part of that conference, what is it that a missionary can do to uh, prepare and be a part of making a good missions conference? You mean they're not just supposed to show up and that's it? I've seen some missionaries where they think that that is it, but no, there's
0: a little (laughs) bit more to it than that. There's (laughs) definitely more. There's a whole bunch more involved in your responsibility, our responsibility as missionaries. When we are invited to a church, Uh, There is so much we should be doing in preparation for that missions conference and not just putting it on our schedule and tucking it away and setting a reminder on the calendar that says, hey, remind me a week before I've got to be at this next place or, or two weeks before, whatever the case is. I firmly believe that not only is it that local church's responsibility to tend to the spiritual aspect of that missions conference, as we spoke about last time, bathing it in prayer. As a missionary, you have a vested interest in a good missions conference. Mm-hmm. And and it's not just always about the money, but let's be honest, it, it is about the money as well because without a good missions conference, there's probably not going to be support. And you need that support to get to the field to where God's called you to. But it's, it, it is more than that, but you do have that vested interest. And so make it important, uh, important enough to be praying about. I've I've made it a habit for over two decades now, if I'm invited to a meeting, I start praying for and praying about that meeting from the day it gets scheduled right up to and through the conference. It's awesome. It's uh, awesome. You know, I just believe that that I can't I can't make the difference in that conference, but God can make a difference through my presence or through the other missionaries' presence, but only if we've prepared and uh, we are something that, you know, we're we're vessels that God can use.
1: Absolutely, and of course, we did spend a lot of time talking about the necessity of prayer by the church and the church leaders in the in the lead up to a conference and the throughout the conference. Equally, just as important, is the responsibility of that missionary. I believe, like you said, to pray for what will happen during that mm-hmm. that time that they're with the church. I think praying for them for what God can do through them. Mm -hmm. As they stand and maybe give the the testimony of the field, or as they preach, or they do the kids' church service, or maybe preach in a Christian school, whatever, that God would use them. The need is so great for more laborers, and you never know what God Mm -hmm. may do through someone's presence there in saying, Hey, look what God has worked in my heart to bring me to country X to serve him. Mm You don't know what God can do in the heart of someone sitting in that audience—a young person or an even an older person. Say, "Wow, they're giving up so much. Maybe I can give a lot." And I think it's God used me to maybe communicate that—to—to—to—to to, to, to have a part in setting that atmosphere that people want to respond to yeah. the the calling of the Holy Spirit in their life and whatever that may be. Yeah. So we play a part in that as missionaries, and I would a hundred percent agree that it is critical for us to also pray for the meetings, not just show up and then hope that they've been praying for the meetings. Right.
0: right. <laughs> yeah. It, and and it really, from a missionary's perspective, I'm going to say this, but it, it may not make sense, but, but hear me out. It's almost more important that the missionary pray than the church pray. Now, it's not. It's not. But here's why I say that, because the missionary goes from meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting, and it becomes almost habitual for some. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to give my testimony. I'm going to show my my uh, my video. I'm going to say this, and and the truth is. Your testimony is your testimony, and generally it doesn't change. You know, when I was raising support, Dr. John Halsey was my field director uh, with BIMI i in a lot of conferences with him, and I remember walking into a service one night, and Dr. Halsey had a particular series that he was known for preaching on Faith, Promise, Giving, and I heard him preach that numbers and numbers and numbers of times. He heard my my testimony numbers of times. We were walking into church together, and he said, Hey, Tony, I have an idea. Tonight I'll give your testimony. You preach for me. <laughs> and And so, you know, those things happen on the road, but that's why it's so important that the missionary prays and says, You know what? Lord, it is my testimony, but make it fresh tonight for people. Make me present it in a way that it's fresh and it's alive and people can see that and it, and you can use it. And so it's not more important for the missionary to pray, but just to emphasize how important it is for that missionary to pray and not just get in the habit of showing up and saying, I know what I've got to do. I've got to give my testimony, I've got to show my video, I'm going to preach this message or whatever the case is. Um, there's a lot more to it than that. absolutely.
1: we We have to always be very mindful that we are dependent on God to mm, work. Right. and And I agree. i I've been at more than enough missions conferences. I can go through the motions, mm. preach the sermon uh, without without praying. Mm. And I could probably put put forth a still a good sermon. But it's not just to put forth a good sermon. We want God to work. Right. And I'm dependent on the Holy Spirit to work through me into the hearts of these folks. And I have got to be very mindful. And, you know. And it is, even as we missionaries go, I think there's also just praying about our attitude and our spirit when we go to that church. Because most missionaries have been on the road on deputation as they try to raise their support or on furlough, returning and they're traveling around. Well, you're tired. You're tired of the right. car. You're tired of meeting people every night. You're tired of answering the same questions over and over uh, about the field and, and things of that nature. And so it is a lot of, Lord, help me to be passionate about what I'm communicating to right. these folks. Help me be my A-game mm-hmm. to these folks. I remember I was at a missions conference, and I heard this said the probably the best way possible. There was a pastor giving kind of the orientation of a missions conference to to the missionaries. And he said, look, I know you're in a conference every week of the year. He said, but this is the only time of the conference for my church and my people. Right. And he said, so if you can give your A game, because this is the only time that they're going to get it. And I thought, wow, that is so powerful, mm-hmm. so good. Because, yeah, I may say the same thing over and over, but that's the this is the only time they're going to be challenged this year about missions Mm -hmm. in this Mm -hmm. in this format in this way i want to do my best and so it's praying god help me help that missionary who's tired of driving 12 hours to get to where they're going eating Mm -hmm. mcdonald's fast food and doing all those things and they get out and they got to be hi everyone they're so glad to be here well that's not easy that's Mm -hmm. not easy to have that positive spirit about what you're communicating and so I think the Holy Spirit can help us do that. And so really praying about our attitude and our spirit and our
0: tone yeah. about it all. Remember also that you're not the only one who's showing up to the conference tired. Yeah. Uh, you know, a uh, we talked about whether you're going to have a, a Wednesday through Sunday, a Sunday through Wednesday, a, a Sunday through Sunday conference, a missions mm-hmm. month, all mm-hmm. that in the last episode. Um the truth of the matter is the church that is well-prepared has poured a lot into that. And a lot of the people who are showing up, they're excited, but they're tired as well. Yeah. you know, and, and yet they have on purpose shown up to missions conference, to a service, to hear you, to hear what God is doing in your life, mm-hmm. and to consider partnering with you in that. And, boy, you just you owe it. To those people to give them your all. You owe it to the Lord to give them your all. You owe it to the people you're trying to reach on that field and trying to get to, the field you're trying to get to, to give it your all. Um, and not just kind of show up and be like, well, another missions conference, five more and we'll probably be done and on the field. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, you're, you're right. And, and I think there's also, you know, of course, every church you go to is going to be different. Every church mm-hmm. has a different flavor, every church has different flair, style, uh, personality. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also just praying, God, help me to connect to that personality. Because right. not every personality of a church is a fit for that missionary. But, you know, God can still work mm-hmm. and knit and use you in it. And and no, it may not be the one I naturally gravitate to when I'm at that conference, that church and how they do things. But that does not negate the responsibility I have to be used by God to communicate and share and challenge them about missions. And so it's like, I, as I go in, I have got to be of a mindset that I am going to connect with them. God help me, but I want to go in and connect. Mm-hmm. It's I, I, I may see something that maybe their personality is a bit more laid back. Well, that doesn't just mean that I can just, well, I'll just sit back and do nothing and, and just kind of be the wallflower about mm. my table, by my display table, and if they yeah. don't talk to me, that's fine. I think there's still a responsibility to connect with them. Yeah. Like, okay, they may be a bit more you know kind of quieter church, mm-hmm. Well let me go connect with them still I have just as much equal responsibility as I would a kind of a more lively personality church that loves missionaries mm. and and makes a big do about it. Well I want to connect with them equally as yes. well as mm. other. And that's a mindset you have to have when mm. you go to these churches Absolutely. that no matter what it is I want to be used of God to connect with them.
0: Yeah, it's a great point. I think that uh, it all has to do with the mindset of why am I at this missions conference in the first place? Am I here really just to get support and move on and hopefully get to the field? If you are as a missionary, can I say this? You're there for the wrong reason. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) You you really are. Um, Your responsibility, our responsibility as missionaries, I I, I firmly believe this. I, I do my very best to exercise this. I don't always do it as best as I can. I'll be the first one to recognize that. But my responsibility in a missions conference is to minister to that church deputation is a lot of times there's there's uh, this, even right now, there's this big conversation going on. It seems like, you know, is deputation the right way to do it and, and raise support and so on and so forth? Well, if it's all about raising money, then yeah, probably there's better ways to do it. But really deputation is about growing in the Lord, growing in grace and knowledge. And what I thought about missions and deputation when we did it, and now Uh, from the director's standpoint of of preaching missions conferences, is this is my God-given opportunity to minister to this church and to present missions to them and get them excited and see what God's going to do in that local church as a result of him allowing me the privilege to be a part of their ministry for a week. If I get support from them and and from that church, that's great. But it's not just a cliché. It shouldn't just be a cliché. Every missionary says it, I need your prayers more than I need your money. Well, that's absolutely true. Mm -hmm. And the only way you will get people to pray for you in a meaningful way is to connect with them and build relationships with them. My family and I, through the years, have always endeavored to try to build relationships in the churches that we attend, and God has blessed us with some great friendships that we have had now for over two decades, where we went into a church, met a family, or met uh, met people who we still have contact with this day, and who, by the way, still pray for us to this day, and and that means the world to us, that, that we have people who think enough about us to pray for us other than, oh, I remember that they were here 20 years ago. Yeah. No, you know? you're right.
1: You're right. And I think one of the ways that a missionary can execute that in a very meaningful way is when they're at the conference, don't just hang out with the other missionaries. Oh, but that's where I'm comfortable. I, I, I know. It's like, ooh, my people. <laughs> you know, we all can tell stories about our life on the road or doing this or that or how many churches you've been to mm-hmm. and where have you been, what part of the country— that's great. And there's a time for fellowship of other cuz you need that fellowship. Mm-hmm. And mission fellow missionaries at a conference can connect with you in a very unique way. There's right. no doubt. And there's there's friendships that happen even Absolutely. on the road cuz you sure. even sometimes bump into missionaries at other conferences yeah. down the road. Mm-hmm. And so that is a that is important. So I can't mm-hmm. minimize that totally. But I am there to minister to that church. Mm-hmm. And so I want to get to know those church people. And yes, mm-hmm. that does put me into the uncomfortable zone at mm. times. So right. if it's at the kind of the 20th international banquet I've been to for that year, uh, going to a conference, mm-hmm. well, I rather than just sitting and eating with the other missionaries, I right. need to look for the table that has no other missionary. And, and I sit with church folks right. and talk with them and connect mm-hmm. with them. Or if I, you know, sometimes churches let the missionaries go first to get their food. Mm. So I'm at the first at the table. Well, I'm, I know what I do typically is, I will invite other folks from the church. If I see them walk past, I'm like, "Hey, why don't you come sit with me and eat mm-hmm. with me?" And yeah. just kind of draw them yeah. over to me rather than inviting a missionary over to me. Tell and the if other him... missionaries get lost. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I've done that before. It's like, "Hey, I'm saving this for some church folks," you yeah. know, and things, because yeah. that's who I need to connect with. That's mm-hmm. the folks that I want to, uh, I want to be used to. Be an encouragement to them, not just from the pulpit or at my display table, but even in that kind of the free time that Mm -hmm. we may have. And I'm not going to ignore the other missionaries, of course not,
0: but I'm there for that church, and that's why I'm there. Absolutely. You know, um, that's a a great point. Uh, One of the ministries here at at BIMI every year, except for this year with COVID, is Camp Bimmy. It's a place where those who are surrendered to missions come to learn about missions from those who have been involved in missions. And one of the things that has been consistently used of the Lord through the years, through 20—I think we're at 20— 20, 26 years. Six years of, of Camp Emmy. You're uh, the assistant director of that now. Um, is the time around the table and meals— People can see your heart from the pulpit, but the truth of the matter is, relationships are built outside of the pulpit, and and, and very often around a dinner. Absolutely. Around, a, you know, there's a reason, other than the common joke of, oh, we're a Baptist church, we like to fellowship and eat. Uh, I think there is a real reason why we do that and and that we connect over that meal. That's where you start building those relationships with those people, and you have that opportunity to minister to somebody one-on-one. They may have a lot of questions about—maybe God's working in their heart about surrendering to missions or uh, just being involved in giving to missions for the first time. Maybe maybe they've never gone soul winning before, but they see a missionary and— missionaries are thought to be soul winners, and they should be, by the way. Mm-hmm. That's an encouragement to some who maybe need that encouragement. <laughs> uh, they should be soul winners. Maybe that's the time that they f- feel like, I can talk to this person one-on-one and share some things with them and get some input. And you, ha- you never know how God's going to use just that conversation over a meal at one of the church fellowships that's planned in conjunction with the with the uh, conference or or some other way. And, and that's what we want. We want God to work in people's hearts and and really do something meaningful through that conference other than just, well, I attended that conference. They were really nice to me. They gave me a great love offering. I even got support on it, uh, out of it, so I'm a little bit closer to getting to the field. Um, I, I think if that's how you treat the missions conference, it won't be very different when you get to the field and how you treat people on the field.
1: Yeah, exactly right. You know, m- my wife, she reminds me of this, constantly in a good good way, she said, always try to get the people talking about themselves yeah. rather than just always me answering their questions because people want to know about Australia or about Southeast Asia and the South Pacific. So they want to know about the culture and the food and the animals. And honestly, I could talk about that all day sure. long. I mean, and I love it. It's a passion of my heart mm-hmm. and I want to communicate that. But I can so easily get into that trap of sitting around mm. just talking and I kind of make it about, my story my ministry you know all the neat things that i've been able to experience in missions mm-hmm. and i'm so thankful to the lord for it there's mm-hmm. no doubt but I also have to walk away with stories about their lives. What's right. God doing in them? And and I can even just, as I'm talking now, think about different people who I, I can think about their, their, their story, their family, the situations that God's been doing in them because they've communicated that to me. Mm-hmm. And that knits our souls together. So yeah. even though when you go into a church, they want to learn about you. Mm-hmm. They want to hear your story. They want to hear your testimony. They want to hear what God wants to do through you. Great, and that's awesome. Take that opportunity, but don't let it always just be about you. Make sure you walk away with knowing people of that church and yes. their story yep. and what
0: God's doing in them. Great, great point, because relationships are two-way streets. So we're we're talking about, you know, how does the missionary uh, contribute to a great missions conference? We're, we're focusing on building these relationships. So let's remember as missionaries, the relationship is a two-way street. As As you have people praying for you, Uh, You should be praying for them. My wife is really super great at keeping uh, in contact with people from different churches and letting them know that we're praying for them. One of the things that she does, the Lord just laid it on her heart since becoming the Far North Director. When uh, we schedule a meeting that goes on a calendar that we share and she sees that come up, she begins praying when I begin praying from day one that, that that it's been scheduled, but then what she has done is she starts reaching out to the pastor's wife almost within a couple weeks of that time of scheduling the meeting, and she just says, hey, look, I want you to know that we're going to be praying for the conference leading up to it. If there's something I can do, I've, I've been a pastor's wife. Um, I know what it is to try to help coordinate missions, conference, and all. Um, I just want to be a help when I get there. So if there's something in advance, please let me know. And the response from pastors' wives has been tremendous. It really has. And a lot of them have told my wife, we've never really had anybody reach out to us that way. I can say, I know nobody ever reached out to my wife that way. Maybe that's why God put it on her heart Mm. to do that again, it all comes back to this. Relationships are two-way streets, and we have to put something into them if we're going to get something out of them as well, and and they're going to be meaningful. Really, that's what makes for a great missions conference, That so that when missions conference has its final service, whether you chose Wednesday through Sunday, Sunday through Wednesday, or the month-long one, yeah, the conference has ended But what God has been doing in our hearts continues for years and years and years to come. And that's what you want to really be produced out of that missions conference is those lifelong relationships.
1: Yeah. And I know we're emphasizing it, but it's so critical to Mm. making a good conference. There's no doubt. I think another thing just very easily that missionaries have to be very mindful of is to give your best no matter if it's a big church or a small church right. i know right. it's it's pretty amazing when you walk into a bigger church you know and sure. you usually have kind of decorations and a lot of pomp yeah. and the wow ceremony yep. that they all do and it's like yeah look at the flags mm. and look at all the people and there's just something that naturally happens within your heart when you see that it's mm-hmm. exciting there's yep. no doubt Then you walk into a church of like 15 or 30 people Mm -hmm. on a Sunday morning. Okay, well, yeah, naturally it's not going to have that um, pump of the adrenaline Mm -hmm. that may come. But those 30 people in that church— Need to be challenged about missions, yes. Just as much yeah. as maybe the five hundred in another church yeah. that has yeah. to be challenged about missions, and you have to give it your all. Yeah. Don't ever think that you can just go into coast mode, mm-hmm. or like, oh, okay, it's just you know it's a small church, I can just kind of yeah. g- do my B game versus yeah. my A game. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I, I I've seen sadly you can yeah. see it when a missionary yeah. doesn't give their best because they think that. Second tier church, so maybe second tier effort, and and mm-hmm. uh, no, every church, every person inside a church is needs to be challenged about missions. Hear what God's doing, and get their heart focused in on the Great Commission. That's God's heart. So, as a missionary, I'm coming in, no matter the size, right? And I'm supposed to be there to challenge them and get them excited about missions. Yeah.
0: Give give every church your all. You know, Absolutely. we are fond of saying, God's no respecter of persons. Don't you be a respecter of churches. Think about what James says. If you go and you've got this guy comes in your church and he's rich and give him a special uh, welcome and all that, you've really shown your heart w- and yeah. what it is, as opposed to the maybe the lesser... Every church is equally important. Every church needs to be encouraged about missions, and we should give our all no matter where we are, because again, it is our God-given opportunity as missionaries to minister, and that's what we're called to do, is, is to be servants and to minister to people and and get them excited about missions. I think one other thing maybe uh, quickly is, and, and this almost should go without saying, but it needs to be said, missionary you are the guest of that church and that pastor act like it. And so when the pastor says, look at you've got four minutes to present your field and you think to yourself, oh yeah, only four minutes to present my field and my burden and my whole life's calling and all of that. First of all, be thankful you got four minutes. Hmm. Second of all, have the respect to fall within the guidelines that the pastor has set. He is the pastor of that local church. One day you're going to uh, hold the the role of pastor as missionary pastor as you're working to turn that over. You're going to want people to respect what you ask of them as well. It's a good habit to give back a little. More blessed to give than receive. If they give you four minutes, take three and a half. Take three and give something back. And trust that God can use those three minutes in a way that is beyond your imagination. If you prepared properly, God can do that, will do that, in a way greater than if you had 30 minutes and you did it in the flesh.
1: I have seen missionaries sadly not follow this principle, where they're given X amount of time, say five, seven minutes, but then Mm -hmm. they take 12, 13, 14 minutes. And what happens is it creates a spirit within that church because now people have become very time conscious because right. the the pastor is thinking what's rest what is left on the, the the schedule to do for that meeting. Right. We still got a song. We still mm-hmm. have a, the preacher. We still have the invitation. We still have mm-hmm. the offering. We still have this and that to do. Mm-hmm. And but yet he's trying to get out everyone dismissed of the service by a certain mm-hmm. time because right. as we talked about last time, he's thinking about kids going to school the next day, and, mm-hmm. and all these things. And I have seen it where people then just become instantly aware of the clock because right. a missionary has gone over. Yeah. The church folks know kind of the what's the feel. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they're sure. used to their pastor and kind of yeah. the rhythm that he has in the mm-hmm. service. Mm-hmm. And so they know, oh, man, this is going a lot longer. Usually we get preaching by this time. Not yeah. all the time, but I've yeah. seen it where it's abused and people recognize it. and they could, They could tell. They, yes, they could tell, right. and it it yeah. it really hinders the spirit of that meeting, yeah. because then you're like, oh man, pastor, the, the preacher's only got a few minutes to preach. I've had that myself, mm-hmm. where I was, it was the planned in the schedule for me to have like 30 minutes to preach, and by the time all was said and done, I had 12 minutes to preach. Mm. Well, I'm prepared in my mind for a 30 minute message, mm-hmm. and now I'm beginning to panic <laughs> about <laughs> right. what right. to Lord help me to what to right. bring out. What mm-hmm. I mean how do you yeah. get started body conclusion yeah. in that 12 yeah. minutes of the of the sermon and i mean we you make it work mm-hmm. but boy it just condenses everything and it hinders the spirit of the meeting yeah. so be sensitive if that pastor mm-hmm. says do this or follow within these guidelines or whatever, whether you yeah. like them or not, you, as you said, you're the guest
0: to that church. Mm-hmm. Fall follow, follow in line with what they're asking yeah. you to do. Yeah. I think maybe just to wrap it up, you, you could maybe say it this way, it's Missions Conference, but it's not all about you, missionary. It, it really isn't. <laughs> Ultimately, it's about the Lord Jesus Christ. It's about carrying out the Great Commission. It's about seeing hearts surrendered to the will of God for their lives. And and you know what? Missionaries who are sincere—that's what they sincerely want. And and so. Missions Conference may be called Missions Conference, but it's not about the missionary. It's not even about the local church. Ultimately, it's Jesus Christ who's supposed to have the preeminence in all of it. And if we go in with that attitude that we want to make this about the Lord and seeing people get closer with God and growing in their walk with the Lord and surrendering to the Lord in whatever area that He wants to work in their life during Missions Conference— I think that really is the best avenue to creating a great missions conference from the local church side and from the missionary perspective. There's a lot more we could talk about on this, and we probably could have made this a three- or four-part episode.
1: <laughs> if people can only see our, our our notes for the week and how much we don't get done
0: <laughs> because we
1: we cover right. so much in the time.
0: Right. Well, this is going to have to be the end of this topic for at least this episode, and we hope that it's a blessing to you. Uh, if you have heard this episode but didn't hear episode one, go back and listen to that uh, that part about the missions conference from the local church perspective, from the pastor's perspective. This is focused more on the missionary and how does the missionary prepare. Uh, but it goes right back to what we always talk about in this, partnering together, striving together for the gospel and how do we work together to make the gospel work and bring it to the world in a way that is pleasing to the lord we hope it's been a blessing to you i hope you have a great week in the lord we look forward to meeting with you next time uh, go ahead and check out the show notes and connect with us uh, by email we welcome your comments you can find uh, more information and in more different media sources as well at bimi.org check out the media page there and we'd love to uh, be able to connect to, with you on that until the next time have a great week in the lord